0: President Tsai Ing-wen has approved a military reshuffle that takes effect on May 1st. Most notably, Navy commander Mei Shu will take over as chief of the general staff, filling a post left vacant by the retirement of Chen
1: Baoyu. Mei boasts impressive credentials and is known for his finesse in handling delicate situations. Lawmakers and military experts have widely praised the appointment.
2: President Tsai Ing-wen has approved a reshuffle of top military officials. Current Chief of the General Staff, Chen Bao-yu is set to retire later this month. His post will be assumed by Navy Admiral Mei Jia Shu.
3: On behalf of the Navy, I would like to offer an apology to the general public.
2: Bowing an apology, Mei was the public face of the military in 2020 after COVID broke out on the Pan Shih supply ship. Mei also demonstrated his crisis management skills during the 2017 Qingfu shipbuilding scandal and the Xionfeng-3 missile mishap of 2016. His experience and training are strong, but even so, the promotion came earlier than expected based on his military rank.
3: This appointment highlights the fact that, in the event of instability in the Taiwan Strait, our priority is to secure maritime dominance. I think Taiwan's choice to opt for younger staff with international experience is good. I've only heard positive things about him, about his human touch. He's not overly stern.
2: The post of Navy commander will be taken over by Vice Chief of General Staff Tang Hua, who also hails from the Navy. From the Army, Commander Xu Yempu will become Vice Minister of Defense and be put in charge of armaments. Vice Commander Zhong Shuming will be promoted to commander. All the appointments will take effect on May 1st.
3: All of the generals have international experience, particularly with the U.S. They are younger, they have international experience, and they can integrate Navy, Army, and Air Force resources to counter China's threat.
2: With China's aggression mounting, Tsai has moved to reorganize the military in her last year in office to strengthen and reform Taiwan's armed forces. The changes are aimed at preparing Taiwan's military for an ever-changing international environment.
1: The Investigation Bureau welcomed 117 new staff into its ranks during a graduation ceremony on Wednesday. The newly minted investigators hail from diverse academic fields, ranging from chemistry to foreign languages. For the first time, the graduating class included
0: two former EVA flight attendants. At the ceremony, President Tsai Ing-wen issued a call to arms urging the investigators to defend Taiwan's democracy amid China's growing threat.
3: President Tsai Ing wen poses for a photo with 117 newly minted investigators. The Investigation Bureau plays a key role in countering Chinese cognitive warfare and talent poaching. On Wednesday, Tsai expressed high hopes for this fresh batch of graduates. <laughs>
2: I hope you will all adhere to the principles of democracy and rule of law to protect the rights and interests of the general public. I also hope you will stay up to date with the times and continually improve your professional skills. Lastly, I hope you can be disciplined and maintain administrative neutrality.
3: The valedictorian of this 59th cohort of investigators is Yang Ren. a graduate from National Taiwan University's Department of Chemistry. He previously worked as a Mandarin Chinese teacher in Vietnam and is fluent in Italian.
2: I was looking for a job where I would interact with people a lot, and that would allow me to use my foreign language skills. As I was looking online, I found that the work at the Investigation Bureau was ideal for me."
3: This year's class includes Hong Jie Lin, a former flight attendant and graduate of Furan Catholic University's Department of Japanese Language and Culture. Hong's father and sister are also investigators. Hong is a skilled swimmer, and her physical fitness test broke a record set previously by her sister.
2: Flight attendants play a very important role in ensuring flight safety. Working for the Investigation Bureau means we have to ensure our nation's safety. It's a very challenging job that includes investigating major crime cases. I think I can get a sense of accomplishment from it.
3: The ranks include another former flight attendant, Huang Yongxuan. After working for airlines for seven years, she decided to join the Investigation Bureau to fulfill a childhood dream.
2: As a kid, my dream was to be an investigator. I also wanted to do my bit for the country.
3: The new batch of investigators say they hope to use their varied backgrounds and skills to keep Taiwan safe.
0: Made-in-Taiwan drones are in the incubator at an innovative center in Jiayi. It's part of the government's National Drone Team plan to produce drones that will boost Taiwan's defense capability.
1: There are 40 different firms collaborating at the Asia UAV AI Innovation Application R&D Center. The 10-hectare site is run by Jiayi County, along with National Formosa University and Zhongshan Institute of Science and Technology.
0: It's also forging links with collaborators worldwide in the hope of one day taking Taiwanese drones global.
3: This is the Asia UAV AI Innovation Application R&D Center in Tai Bao City. It's set to become the center of drone development in Taiwan.
1: At first,
2: we went to the Aeronautical Systems Division of National Zhongshan Institute of Science and Technology and to National Formosa University. The three parties worked together to revitalize this place. We've brought drone manufacturers here from the north, center and south of Taiwan and built it up bit by bit.
3: The center is set in grounds of 10 hectares. 40 firms from Taiwan and abroad are already involved. They can conduct design, research and development work here, as well as assemble prototypes. When a model is built, it's taken straight to the center's runway for a trial.
2: This is a paradise. Why? Because, in my experience, we're a small company and our old factory was in a field. In the early days, when we developed a model and wanted to test it, and we make big drones, it would disturb people, disturb the neighbors. We'd get reported, and it was risky. So, coming here, it's a great location.
3: The government has formed the national drone team as part of its strategy to strengthen Taiwan's asymmetric capabilities. It's focused on domestic as well as international markets.
4: The
2: Many manufacturers from places including the U.S., the Czech Republic, Turkey, Japan and Dubai came here to visit and work with us. For example, a delegation from the Czech parliament came here recently, and 13 people from the aerospace delegation came too, looking for future collaboration options.
3: The center is building connections worldwide in the hope that a made-in-Taiwan drone will one day come into mainstream international use.
1: New Taipei City Mayor Ho Yo Yi jetted off to Singapore on Wednesday for a four day visit. The trip sparked rumors that he is beefing up his diplomatic credentials ahead of a 2024 presidential run. When asked if he'll be meeting with Singapore's Prime Minister,
0: Ho had this to say.
2: In terms of future development, I believe that this visit will help us to establish connections for continual communication. We will also use this Singapore visit to learn about and to express concern for Taiwanese expats who have businesses there, to understand the job opportunities there, and to explore which emerging technologies can be brought to Taiwan for investment and strategic application. Singapore is very confident in its national development. It is self-reliant and constantly self-improving as it moves forward. In the process of globalization, we must have the confidence to connect with one
0: another, and we must play
2: a very important role in stabilizing the region.
0: Ho's party, the KMT, has yet to name its presidential candidate. Ho has made clear his interest, but Honghai founder Terry Goh is also in the running. On Wednesday, supporters of former Kaohsiung mayor Han Guo-yu made their voices heard as they took to the street of Taipei, pushing for his nomination. At Taipei's Songshan Airport is the military airfield, Songshan Air Force Base. It sees a wide variety of civilian and military aircraft land or take off every day, including aircraft carrying the president and the other top government officials.
1: And that requires a fire department with a lot of special capabilities. The fire trucks at the base can carry 10 times as much water as a normal urban fire truck. Today, we follow along with the team in a major drill.
4: Okay.
3: A call comes into the fire department at Songshan Air Force Base. Within 90 seconds, the officers have donned full uniform, complete with air tanks, and jumped in the trucks to get to the fire. This is just an emergency drill for a fire in a Fokker 50, which is an airliner used by Taiwan's vice president. But every detail counts. First, jets of water are shot at the fire from the truck's roofs. When the fire is under control, they switch to water cannons at the front of the trucks, using a V-shape so that firefighters can enter the aircraft and safely evacuate the passengers. This Striker 3000 is tasked with ensuring the mission is finally complete. This
2: apple-green military
3: fire truck is only deployed to Air Force airfields across Taiwan. They're even harder to pick out in a perilous situation. It has 1,250 gallons a minute water power, which can rapidly put out a fire on an airplane. A metropolitan fire truck only has capacity for about 300 gallons. The Stryker 3000 has 3,000 gallons. There aren't any outdoors fire hoses in the vicinity of our airfield, so it needs to have a larger water capacity. With military aircraft, there can be a danger of ammunitions explosions or the potential for leaks of hydrazine. The duties of the fire department at Songshan Air Force Base include emergency responses for military civilian aircraft and major natural disasters, as well as facilities like aircraft hangars and fleet oiler hangars. The department is the main line of defense for Taiwan's most prestigious airfield.
1: Taiwan's national debt has reached an all-time high. As of April 7th, the average debt per capita was a record-breaking 271,000 NT. That's just 8,000 NT, more than that of the same time last year. But compared to the debt last December, it's a staggering
0: increase of 24,000 NT. What's behind this debt explosion? In a recent legislative session, the finance minister said it was mainly due to a cash injection for Thai power in March. It was also caused by big government expenditures at the start of the year, such as for annual bonuses and health insurance subsidies. These expenses were covered by short-term financing. Once the government collects income tax revenue in May, it will have the cash to settle that short-term debt, the minister said. After that, a plan will be drawn up for other repayments. The 2023 Touch Taiwan exhibition is underway featuring cutting-edge display panels for sectors like
1: automotive, retail and art. But the panel industry has been struggling since last year due to a global economic slump. On Tuesday, AUO Corporation says it will adjust its production lines.
0: Meanwhile, Inolux has decided not to issue dividends due to losses. Instead, it will offer a cash capital reduction of 4.7 billion NT to give back 0.5 NT per share to their 570,000 shareholders
3: the 2023 Touch Taiwan Smart Exhibition opened on Wednesday with 295 participating companies. This year's highlights are cross-industry applications, such as AUO's 55-inch curved automotive display, which uses eye-tracking technology to detect driver fatigue. The display for the front passenger seat features switchable privacy technologies to avoid diverting the driver's attention. Inalux, a leading panel manufacturer, used 660 light boxes and 2,089-inch light panels to create an immersive exhibition space. It's also unveiled display solutions for the retail sector and art galleries. But amid an industry downturn that began last year, Interlux has suffered several consecutive quarters of losses. It's decided not to pay dividends, but to implement a cash capital reduction of 4.778 billion NT. This would give its 575,000 shareholders a payback of 0.5 NT per share
2: performance in the second and third quarters should be better than the firsts as the economy recovers and clients restock inventory the highest inventories have already dipped to their lowest levels because of last year's losses we can't distribute a surplus but we want to return cash to our shareholders through a capital reduction
3: AUO expects demand for TV panels to recover quarter by quarter. AUO also addressed reports that it planned to adjust capacity for some production lines.
2: We will make dynamic adjustments according to the economic climate. Of course, some of our older factories have a limited lifespan. The other thing is that their overall competitiveness, their carbon emissions factor, are worse than that of newer factories. So we are upgrading them or emptying the cages to change the birds.
3: As for the recent water shortage in the south, AUO said it was not hurting production.
2: We recycle up to 95 percent of the water we use in the process of energy, power, and water consumption. Even with the recent water shortage, we have a sufficient supply for our use. We have not been affected by the water shortage.
3: In the face of the drought, summer power needs, and global economic challenges, businesses hope for resolution and relief to come quickly.
1: Every year, Taiwan goes through more than 8 billion plastic-coated paper containers. These containers are hard to recycle because the paper has to be separated from the plastic lining. But a paper manufacturer has
0: designed a range of fully recyclable paper containers to help achieve net-zero carbon emissions. The containers will roll out starting in May at four major breakfast chains. These plastic-free containers are 15 years in the making. They use a water-soluble coating technology that makes them as recyclable as ordinary paper products. With more than 5 million people getting breakfast to go in Taiwan, switching to the paper containers could cut carbon emissions by 5,000 tons a year. There's an inspiring volunteer at the Knight Christian Hospital in Hualien, as a cancer survivor, Zhen Wei Ming accompanies patients at the Cancer Resource Service Center.
1: His quirky humor and easy laughter help patients face treatment with a light heart. And his story provides hope that there can be life and joy after a diagnosis.
2: <laughs> laughter fills the corridors here at the Cancer Resource Service Center of the Mennonite Christian Hospital. In the green jacket is Zhen Wei Ming, who's a bit of a cheerleader for the patients here.
3: As long as there's still life in me, then I should be giving back. I should support the medical staff to help others.
2: Jun was a teacher for many years. Now 73, he developed stomach cancer nine years ago and had to have his gallbladder and part of his liver removed. After a long illness, he made a great recovery. Now he uses his lived experience of the pain and fear of that illness to support other patients. He's always willing to bring out a joke and a courageous smile.
3: I think the best payback for what I give, the happiest part of it for me, is when I can hear them laughing.
2: Zheng takes care of the center's wig collection. Inside this chest of drawers lie dozens of beanies and headscarves, available for use at any time by cancer patients. Zheng has been working here for more than four years. He's here two days a week, sometimes joining patients to perform on stage, singing, performing drag or taking part in theater.
3: He can make a relaxed smile appear in the face of the tensest cancer patient. His zany humor brings us a lot of joy as we work together, but he's also very good at lovingly reminding us of things, so I've learned a lot from him.
2: As a cancer survivor, Jung can empathize with how difficult cancer treatment is. His company shows patients that it can pass and recovery is possible, helping them meet their illness with hope and courage.
1: Seafood dishes are among Taiwan's favorite foods. And at a small restaurant in Taichung, seafood kanji is the big attraction. The restaurant is run by a
0: former Air Force pilot who brings all the discipline of his military training to the job. Fresh seafood is delivered to the eatery every single day. And each bowl is only served up when he's satisfied that it's 100 percent perfect. Oysters,
4: white leg shrimp, slices of perch, and clams all go into this seafood soup. The soup is simmering with a broth made of perch bones. The rice soaks up all the goodness from the broth and combines with all the varied fish to create a thoroughly satisfying congee. The chef, Yang Jiabing, is a former Air Force pilot. Here he is in the cockpit of a Black Hawk military helicopter. Yang was in the Air Force for over 20 years and undertook numerous missions before retiring and turning to the restaurant business. The discipline and rigor that he brought to the Air Force are visible in how he prepares
1: ingredients and serves food. Actually, I follow the standards 100% for every dish as I would apply to flight safety. I want to give every customer a dish that meets standards 100%. Otherwise, I don't want to serve it.
4: This nearly overflowing dish is a favorite for many locals, including a former city councilor and a local school principal.
1: Although it's a small seafood kanji, it's packed with love and integrity. When it's made with love and integrity, then it really touches us when we eat it. It's all flavors of nature. And the most important thing is, we were just stressing this, they don't add any artificial flavorings. We feel great after eating this. To
4: ensure the highest quality, Yang gets fresh seafood delivered straight from the harbors every day. That's his commitment, and maybe it's connected to his Air Force training, he says.
0: Turning now to the weather. Three straight days of rain are in the forecast, with the heaviest
1: downpours to hit tomorrow. People in central and southern Taiwan could be in for more than 200 millimeters of rainfall, which might be just Taiwan's biggest spring shower of the year so far. It's set to give a much-needed boost to the drought-stricken south, which hasn't seen significant rain in more than 600 days. The Central Weather Bureau warns of possible flooding in the western half of the island. Those of you in mountainous regions of central and southern Taiwan are advised to be on high alert for landslides and mudslides.